<laughs> yeah, live from Buffett Palooza. Uh, oh, you're already deflated. Yet another Manic Monday edition of Business Pants, joined by the Lord of the BS, Matt Muscardi. In today's throaty ESG gag, I don't mean joke, I mean like, you know, like throat gag, like, <laughs> uh, or is that more like, <laughs> called May 8th, 2023, sexy story update, sexy Warren Buffett, and sexy board saber metrics. Yeah, in that order. <laughs> well, actually, it's an apropos adjective today because the lead story really does talk about America's favorite and least favorite sexy CEOs. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I want to just get I'm into already, it. I don't know. I already don't know what to think about this. Look, I want to yeah. say this though. Um, if you didn't go to Buffett Palooza. I didn't. When you walk into Buffett Palooza, I want our show to be like that. When you walk into Buffett Palooza, right at the front, mm -hmm. welcoming you there is a giant sign that says Berkshire eight Annual General Meeting 2023, Omaha, Nebraska, USA. It's all in this wavy 70s yeah. font. I actually, I, and, I looked up the design firm that created that. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's for, it's a, a female-led firm for women Ooh, I like in this. Omaha, Nebraska. So Warren Buffett, I think Warren Buffett not only is, yes, folksy, but he's also woke. I Wow. I like I, it. Everything you just said. But the, what, the, I think the thing that's most hard to believe is I actually looked up the design firm. I know that. I did. That, that, <laughs> that spent, is, that's the research you only get here. <laughs> that's, that's really only. But what, what struck me about it is, and why I want our show to be this, is when you walk in, there's a VW bus with flowers. That's nice. On it as their a giant sign. When do you think when you think Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger? Yes, and I do quite often. Do you think of a flower-covered VW bus or maybe buying massive shares of Bank of America and Apple? Well, Which you know what you I think, think of? of? I think of a windowless dorm. Right. This had way too many windows yeah, on it. Already, <laughs> I'm already seeing five more windows than the dorm that Charlie Munger <laughs> designed for uh, so California University. Yeah. This show, mm -hmm. like a window covered VW bus at the entrance of uh, Buffett Palooza. How about that? Well, I may be able to help out with that because my lead story is sort of a adjacent to a, a flower covered van. I want to know where this is going. Bring me into your lead story. <laughs> Matt, believe it or not, America's favorite failed blonde CEOs are in the news today. Uh, more than one? Multiple. They both showed up over the weekend and, and today. There's not a lot going on in the business news. I have no idea why. It's basically Elizabeth Holmes and Warren Buffett. But also well, was former Yahoo CEO Marissa Mayer Meyer oh, yeah. snuck in. And I'll get to wow. that. Uh, <laughs> I'll get to that second. <laughs> But by far the biggest story of the day is Elizabeth Holmes. Um, I can't believe it's not King Charles. That, well, you know, you have a point there. You, you know where King Charles shows up in our world is in our, we have a, in our part of our headline drag, and it is a drag in more way than one. I know, you hate it. 
under the category, we do a Google news search news searches for several categories. He shows up in climate change, and it's usually a, wow. a, a headline like, you know, is this idiot actually blah blah blah? I don't know. You know, no, it's, it's also false because he didn't. He have to disavow yes. talking about climate change. Well, it's like store. It's like hand wringing stories about you know what the king will and won't help. My favorite part, not to derail us on coronation, but, right. but my favorite part, I watched like 30 seconds of video of it. Okay, got me beat by was, 30. It was just after they declare him king or whatever they're doing. There's a lot of people, a lot of mm-hmm. costumes. They they tried to put the crown on his head. Tried? Well, it looked like it was a little too small. Oh, they, like, they didn't measure. Set it up, and then they had to kind of like <laughs> alter it. And then, and then at one point, the guy like pushed a little Ouch. bit on his head. You see, like it's made out you of see, like, thorns. Isn't it? Nine thousand year old King Charles like get his head pushed down a little bit, and then back up and look and make sure it's not falling off because it's it would be embarrassing and expensive for you, that thing to fall off. Do you think his first thought was like, "Oh, like cool, I get to finally go any direction on the checkerboard. I can like jump <laughs> anywhere." <laughs> He was, he was, yeah. Well, yes. Camilla was more like that because she can move everywhere on the chessboard. All right. Speaking of coronations and queens, uh, the news Friday, Matt, was that somehow Elizabeth Holmes delayed her prison sentence. She had a last second appeal. Okay. She's due to serve. Does not like that. Due to serve about 11 and a half years in a federal prison. So she's delaying it a little bit more once again, but. From all reports I'm reading, good luck with that. Yeah, she's going to prison. But so, yeah, she's not Elizabeth Holmes anymore. Okay, here we go. So believe it or not, the biggest story in the business news is based off a New York Times piece over the the weekend called Liz Holmes wants you to forget about Elizabeth. The black turtlenecks are gone. So is the voice. As the convicted Theranos founder awaits prison, she has adopted a new persona, devoted mother. So... I, Matt, I tried my hardest. I, uh, unfortunately, I read the whole stupid article. I think it was, as somebody <laughs> pointed out, it was like 90 paragraphs, uh, 95 paragraphs, okay? And I, wow. I tried to formulate some kind of business pants story. I tried to be clever. I just but I gave up because I just couldn't do it. I couldn't add anything to this stupid thing. So I instead, I'm going to let the headlines do the talking. I collected a bunch of headlines from the internet, and I'll let them describe this article for you, Matt. That's better. Okay. Uh, and it's not only is it better, but there was a Vivek story that ran over in the Times this weekend. No. And um, I wish the headlines no. just took care of that one because I didn't want to read that one either. We could do that Wednesday, maybe. Let's not do it. If ever. I allow it. Here we go. <laughs> they didn't mention business pants, so what do I care? Uh, so we'll start at the top. Uh, as I already said, meet the new Elizabeth Holmes. She ditched the turtlenecks, aband- abandoned the weird voice, and wants you to call her Liz. Okay. The weird voice, yeah. Theranos founder Elizabeth Holmes delays prison time and awaits appeal in her Del Mar Beach house. That sounds nice. Okay. Uh, that sounds delightful. Elizabeth Holmes spent six months in RV sleeping in Walmart parking lots. Okay. <laughs> Let's back up. That Wait, don't not... forget, before you say anything, Walmart, according to all our anti-woke, comp- all our anti-woke friends, Walmart is woke now. Yeah, that's true. So they're harboring so careful what you criminals. say. Be careful what you say. Well, all I'm going to say is that it makes it sound like she was like a hobo when it does. I'm pretty sure she's not a hobo. <laughs> Elizabeth Holmes giggles. That's deep analysis right there. 
Elizabeth Holmes giggles about the infamously deep voice she wants to use, and even her partner mocks it. <laughs> that okay? No. <laughs> well, I, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna ask you this. Another headline says yes that Elizabeth Holmes' voice was fake. Is this investor fraud, Matt? Is the voice itself could that yes. get you into prison? I love this. Is that yes. is, is that shareholder ma manipulation? Let's ask the investors. Was it investor fraud? Right? It was. Look at that. But why couldn't you make that case? Why couldn't you make the case that it, it could have inflated uh, market value of that company? Um, I, look, I, I, I'm pretty sure we're going to see that investor lawsuit sometime. Like, the, the investors are going, they, they already won the lawsuit to get their money back, recoup as much as they could, and send her to prison. The consumers of the healthcare products mm. that uh, arguably put their lives in danger yep. got nothing. But the voice is definitely going to get legs. I just don't know why she's admitting suit. it now. Uh, glowing Elizabeth Holmes' profile in New York Times draws fury online. Get, Do we got, think it was glowing? Got conned just like her board, it says. New York Times blasted over puff piece on convicted fraudster Elizabeth Holmes. Nice to be a pretty white lady. That's what the headline said. <laughs> This headline says, cute, New York Times helps Elizabeth Holmes launder her reputation before prison. Uh, Elizabeth Holmes torched an effigy for Theranos at Burning Man. What is it? What, <laughs> what is she doing at Burning Man? I don't Man? know. I don't know. What the, what's that all about? You know, there are there are psychological studies that show um, when you, like, take on drugs and alcohol or get obsessed about a thing or have, like, um, s like mental health problems at a young age, mm -hmm. it often can stunt your growth. She does seem to have come out of this cloud of, I never got college. I never did, like, I never even really did high school. I was so obsessed mm -hmm. with stuff. Maybe she's just doing it all now. She's going to Burning Man. She's dry, riding in this, RVs. The story actually does suggest that, yes, she, she, she never actually matured emotionally. In which case, the real, the real takeaway should be never fetishize your 20-year-old founders because they're not complete humans yet. Speaking of which, remember, ah. remember we had talked about uh, Adam Newman, how he continues to fail up in every direction now as a founder of a new company. How about this last headline? Elizabeth Holmes said she still believes Theranos could have revolutionized healthcare and is working on new inventions. I still feel the same calling to it. So, I ask you, Matt, who will be Not the great. who will be the visa VC firm that gives her cash? Anybody? Well, Mark Andreessen gave the like the largest investment Mark Andreessen's Newman, firm right? has ever made gave it to Adam Newman After. for his next po his oh post God. failure. Is that adventure. true? I forgot about that. The that is true. That's oh my true. God. Um, so I mean, call him. Like, there's money out there to be had for you. I want money for us here at Free Flow LLC. Yeah, we can't get a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> what uh, the hell? A few reactions. Former CNN host Soldat O'Brien wrote, nice to be a pretty white lady working your charm on a New York Times reporter. It's just more like this. More stuff like this, right? Yeah, it they, seems a lot they, of outrage. They, why are we outraged? There's a lot of outrage. I, I like this one weird thing. I, I, I don't know why this tickled me, but there's some outrage from Todd Schulte. He's the president of Forward.us, FWD.us, which is a political advocacy group co-founded by Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> and <laughs> and Joe Green who was the co who was the 
who was the Face Mash co-founder at Harvard with Mark Zuckerberg. He co-founded Face Mash, the predecessor of Facebook. <laughs> they, they founded a political advocacy group. The president of that group weighed in on this story talking about, he says, media outlets make choices every day on how they cover people in the criminal justice system, blah, blah, blah. His point was, you know, you're making her sound like a normal person, which is fine, but make all the other convicted criminals look like uh, oh. normal people. Because, you know, he's a he's an advocate for criminal justice reform, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, I just I just thought it was great that Mark Zuckerberg and Face Mash co-founder Joe Green found co-founded a political advocacy group <laughs> that somehow snuck into this Elizabeth Holmes story. And then somehow had comments about a young founder who fucks up half the universe, and right? Like, and by the way, this is original reporting. You're only going to find this here. No one else covered this. This looked into the founders of forward. Okay. Nobody, 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 nobody cares. Uh, um, yeah. Wow. Moving on. Nice. That's anything you want to wrap up with Elizabeth Holmes? Uh, God, do we have no. to? I mean, it just seems like it no. does seem like the reporter for the New York Times fell into the same thing that all the white guys on her old white guys on a board fell into. And that's right? like, yeah. And that's what a lot of the, the, the post reporting has been is that she fell into her gaze. And it's, but it, I don't know why we are so outraged about it because she's going to jail for 11 years. I think we're like outraged that. about it because it's the, I guess it's because the New York Times. Uh, is that right? I get, but it was a puffy piece. It was a, pu it I know, but it's still the New York Times. The last line of the article, uh, there's a reporter screaming about this. The last line of the article, the reporter says, if you are in her presence, it is impossible not to believe her, not to be taken with her and be taken in by her. This is a journalist talking. Yeah. From the I, New York I Times. I think I would not have that problem. <laughs> I think I would not have that problem. Uh, yeah. Okay. Before we get on to our next story, our next blonde, infamous blonde CEO that America loves to hate, I want to talk briefly. I did a, I did a little bit of a mini dive, a little mini ESG dive on Elizabeth Holmes' partner, Billy Evans. Oh, because no one ever wow. talks about the guy who gave her two children who she's there, using to try to get out of prison. I, yeah. There was no ESG ratings firm right now <laughs> yeah. who's rating Elizabeth Holmes' current partner. Here it is. Billy Evans. He's an heir to a chain of hotels in San Diego, California. Okay. Of course. Okay. Already don't like it. <laughs> uh, the article said, the New York Times article said that he took a few calls for work while she was visiting uh, the reporter asked him what he does, and he answered, a lot of different stuff. Investing, starting companies, he replied without elaborating. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. This, That's... this might be exactly what's wrong with everything. <laughs> I can't figure out how we got here. Uh, so his family has a company called the Evans Hotel Group, and I did a little bit of a mini ESG dive on them. They, Matt... In a city that is only 42% white, all 11 of Evans Hotel Group leaders are white. That's kind of cool. Wow. 100%. Well, I mean, that's nice. Look, you still had 42% of the white population to choose from. So. And in their CSR section on their website, which talks about their employees, there's a picture of their employees. There are 23 on their own website. They did this. 0% of them are white. Wow. So... I don't know. I just thought it was Wait, fun. 0% white? 0% of the 23 employees pictured on the Evans Hotel Group CSR section website are white. 
So they're all people of color. All people of color, and yet I'm just saying I'm just trying to make a. I'm not. I'm wow. not, again. I'm not. No judgment, Vivek. I'm not making a judgment here. Yes, she did. No. Doesn't have judgment. I'm just presenting the if, facts that if I see. You were to judge it, you might call it the white ceiling. That's I might what call it the white ceiling. Might, <laughs> who impregnated? You might call it. Yeah, Elizabeth Holmes and. <laughs> Anyway, blah, blah, blah. Let's get off of Wait, that Wait, is topic. he blonde, too? Please He's, make him blonde. He looks like a surfer dude. Yeah. Oh, so probably blonde. Uh, oh, I probably. love it. All right. And then Marissa Mayer. Mayer? Meyer? Why can't I remember this? I think it's Meyer. Ex-Yahoo CEO Marissa Meyer showed up again somehow in the press. Uh, she, the headline is that she's her... Uh, Meyer admits spending $4 billion for Netflix... Would have been a better transformative acquisition than Tumblr. Oh, really? Ah, oh, nailed that <laughs> analysis. There's nothing better than a good hindsight analysis. No, she did say, she... in fact, she said uh, she had a chance to buy Netflix or Hulu. She said either of those with hindsight being 2020 would have been a better acquisition. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> well, I actually, I told my mom the other day when I was 20 and like Google mm -hmm. IPO'd or whatever, maybe I was 24, I don't remember where, I, I thought, man, I should have bought that IPO and that would have been smart. So we're both right. Uh, I'm going to jump to my last story. <laughs> is, that, is that really what we're going to, that's how she snuck in? Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the, the business news they they had to drag her one more time. I, it's it's almost like someone didn't know what else to say about Elizabeth Holmes. They're like, oh, why why don't I make fun of Marissa Meyer one more time for the well, road? It is sad that she, every time she comes up, she's the punchline of her own joke. I, I know, so. but it, the business news that they they do instead of like celebrating any success, they do like to make fun of her. I'm just pointing they it do. out. I'm it's just, just it her out. though. It's like just her, her and Liz Holmes. Exactly. Now. It's the two uh, tech. Silicon Valley blonde CEO. Uh, where's there. our Where's my Adam Newman takedowns? Every time Adam you know, Newman opens his yeah, mouth, you're right. How come there's not like four hundred things about what he said? Thank you. You're making my point for yeah. me. Uh, speaking of due diligence, I just want to quickly add this. OpenAI CEO Sam Altman tweeted this over the weekend. I don't know why he tweeted this, but it just made me think of Elizabeth Holmes and all the VC bros throwing out money to all their buddies. He said. Being a VC is so easy, so high status, the money is so great, and the lifestyle is so fun. Very dangerous trap that many super talented builders never escape from until they eventually look back on it all and say, damn, I'm so unfulfilled. <laughs> what? what am I supposed to do with that? I don't Did know. Did he just say, life is awesome, it's super fun, but also I feel unfulfilled by my life. Like, what is he saying? Is he talking about VCs that he works with himself as a VC? I don't know. He goes on to say that investing uh, is a, an amazing, very part-time job. <laughs> what? Oh, and, wow. And, and a soul-sucking full-time job. But those mountains in Aspen aren't going to ski themselves. That party in Saint-Tropez isn't going to enjoy itself. That kiteboard on Necker Island needs someone to fly it, et cetera. Oh, that, yeah. That that actually that's the problem most Americans have. Yeah. The kite board. Someone. I don't Necker even know where Island, Necker Island is. Some, yeah. Someone needs to fly that. Uh, finally, and that's the guy who I is know. in charge of the thing that is 
10 to 20% likely to cause the doom of humanity. And these are the people who are funding all the things that doom our humanity. I'm just, really? Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic news. And finally, the other big and boring news of the day. Uh, and here's my Buffett Palooza segue for you, Matt, because I know you compiled a bunch like of stuff this. about Warren Buffett. Uh, I love this headline. Buffett's, Buffett is 100% comfortable with choice of Greg Abel as Berkshire CEO successor. That that sounds like a dig, doesn't it? Can you one hundred percent comfortable? If he was like, I am eighty three percent comfortable with Greg Abel. That care. would have been a much better thing to say. But to me, just using the word comfortable is I, I'm guessing gonna make some shareholders feel a little uneasy. I we should be, we should take bets about the when he dies, what will happen to the share price? How much of a dive will it take? Uh, the 80%? post the the post Buffett death effect. No, because you've got he, they own a whole bunch of stuff. Okay, so you don't think it's like, going to take a dive? It's going to take a while before it. Like they're going to wait for the first screw up, mm -hmm. Greg Abel, like his first bad investment. Then it's like, oh, the Buffett glow is over. Also, before uh, before I hand it off to you, I looked at the 2023 Berkshire Hathaway shareholders guide. It's posted on their website. Okay. Uh, do you want to take a guess what page 10 of the guide is? Page 10. <laughs> it's got to be an advertisement. Is it an advertisement? It, essentially, it is. It's, I, I imagine it's one of their holdings. But all it is simply, Matt, page 10. Uh, Dairy Queen locations. Yes, that is an advertisement. <laughs> eight, they eight. do own Dairy Queen. There's yeah. eight Dairy Queens in the <laughs> Omaha area. But that's page 10. That, that's ahead of a lot of important stuff. I'm just saying. Well, look, you put the you put the most important stuff in the appendix now anyway. You just so there's plenty of room for Dairy Queen. All right, that's your handoff. Dairy Queen. It was over the weekend folksy white-haired billionaire yeah. who isn't dead yet but we're worried soon will be convention time yeah every single year we get the same convention it's kind of boring this year though the right matt it felt the a berkshire boring. agm it was a bit boring this year um except for you know they they primed you for a little bit of the vibe like wishing it was 1977 with the opening vw um here is some of the highlights that i could find and I'm mm -hmm. going to tell you right now, they weren't that interesting. <laughs> okay. So stick with us. Just like the first half of the show. On the succession plan. Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, he opens the ceremony on, on like minute seven. He says like, hello. And then he mentions that like there was a coronation this weekend, but we have King Charles right here and points to Munger and everybody's like, ha 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 ha. How folksy of you, King Charles. That's mm -hmm. funny. But he then introduces his board. Yep. And starts with Howard Buffett and Susie Buffett, his children. Okay. And finishes the introductions by saying that's about as good as it can get about ostensibly a board. Okay. That's as good as it gets. Including the two children. Including his children mm -hmm. who are on the board. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also, not to mention that the rest of the board is rounded out by Greg Abel, his successor, Ajit Jain, his Abel's Charlie Munger. Right. Uh, Warren and Munger are on the board. So, like, that's as good as it gets. Basically, mm -hmm. everybody votes with me. His succession plan, he's already said, Greg. He said, Greg will succeed me. He will be sitting in this position, um, in a position where he is, or his equivalent, or something close to his equivalent, because he is better at many things than I have been. 
Um, and then says Ajit Jain is his successor. So he's already naming you, two successors. You got to wonder the, the ego on this man. Why not let Greg take over while he has a few breaths left? He could stay as executive chair. Why not do this now? What the hell is he waiting for? Why? He's still going to be in charge, Matt. As, you know, according minute. to our data, he owns like all the friggin' influence. Yeah. Why not do Greg a friggin' favor? Why not do the shareholders a favor? Why not give him a big boy seat and let him, you know, get some reps in? First of all, how dare you? Okay. And <laughs> second of all, you think that's it? Buffett didn't say Greg Abel is my successor. He also said Ajit Jane is his successor. He he named Wait, both he doubled, successors. He doubled. He doubled cheeseburgered his successors. He did. He's he's a double cheeseburger. Oh, that's weird. Fries. That's just plain weird. And actually, when you look in the proxy, my favorite part is they're paid the exact same amount. Both a okay. Abel and um, Jane are paid the exact same amount in salary. They both made about nineteen million last year. Yeah, but that was all in Dairy Queen vouchers. I should add. I'm I well at the eight locations in Omaha. There's plenty of places to spend it. So actually, just a note. I think you can. Those vouchers are good globally. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Traveling. Um. But then, the, sadly, in the NEO table, you have Buffett and Munger, who both take like a hundred thousand dollars salary a year. Mm -hmm. Abel and Jane, who make nineteen million. Now, first of all, they're going to have to give some of that up, right? Like we're used to the hundred thousand. You don't get nineteen million. You have to take the Buffett discount, right? And then there's sad old Mark D. Hamburg, senior vice president Speaking slash CFO, mm -hmm. who made us three point five million. Oh. Poor guy can't get a break. He never gets mentioned. He's not even the second successor. Not even the fourth, fifth. He's not even. He he makes one third with the other two guys. Oh. What's the point of you? Sorry, oh buddy. So bad it's about like that. It's like sad day for that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, um, they go on to talk about here's here's a smattering of things that Buffett folks okay. need about, including AI, where. Munger's hot take on AI was we're going to see a lot more robotics in the world said that and then said personally skeptical of some of the hype in AI I think old-fashioned intelligence works pretty well that'll that should solve it that, that's it problem yeah. solved yeah good old-fashioned intelligence <laughs> on um folksy invest investment yeah. with with apple which okay. is Ooh. one of his larger positions i think it's like six percent of the overall portfolio and like 30 percent of the publicly traded portfolio said buffett says quote i don't understand the phone at all but i do understand <laughs> consumer behavior wait what okay slow down a second first of all what's i don't really know what's not to understand about the phone and second of all isn't most of Apple's consumer behavior wrapped around the phone? Like, well, he's isn't that their in. flagship product? I don't. That's so it makes it so folksy and interesting. He's leaning into the like. Oh, to the I'm an old guy. Who just look at look at all the buttons on this thing. How does it work? But I do know that people will buy it because he went on to say, Apple has a position with consumers where they're paying fifteen hundred bucks or whatever, pretending like he doesn't know or whatever for. It may be a phone. Okay. And the same the same people pay thirty five thousand for having a second car. And if they had to give up a second car or give up their iPhone, they give up the second car. I mean, it's an extraordinary product. Okay. Do you know anybody who would give up no. a car for the iPhone? No, I'd get a galaxy. 
buy an Android phone, yeah. <laughs> right? It's this, not that hard. This leads me to my second favorite headline, uh, The Great Oracle. This is very simple and very, I like this, very right to the point. Apple is a better business than any of Berkshire Hathaway's companies, Warren Buffett says. Yeah, that's pretty. He did say that. Yeah. <laughs> shocked. Yeah. I'm shocked that somebody would think Apple is a good company. I'm really shocked. I mean, like, it's yeah. it's supposed to be like high praise coming from the Oracle of Omaha that someone made a better business. It's than not it's not theirs. C candies. What's it called? C the candies. C's candies. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not, not that dairy, one. It's not Geico. It's not like Dairy Queen, even. Even with the hard. Queen, yeah. And they have that like magic shell that hardens on the which is pretty damn amazing, right? The the chocolate hardens right on the soft serve. I mean, it's almost impossible to imagine. Yeah. Ah. That's old fashioned intelligence. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't use AI for that. And then on Elon Musk, oh, he had here this we go. to say, here we go. Um, Elon Musk overestimates himself, but he is very talented. That's Munger that, saying okay, that. Okay, that sounds like a Okay, that's like a little bit of a shot, a little bit of a, a little bit of praise. Yeah. He also says um, he likes taking on the impossible job and doing it, mm-hmm. but followed that with Warren and I look for the easy job that we can identify. Okay. So a little shot here, a little happy there. And then um, Munger chimed in, we don't want that much failure. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> that's where that's uh, where it all came down. Yeah. yeah. I saw, speaking of failure, I saw a report over the weekend, uh, Elon Musk's boring company is now unveiling a potential plans for a, a tunnel in Las Vegas with 69 stops. This is just for cars, Matt. <laughs> I mean, really, he's just putting another road beneath the ground. This is... This is an innovation. What about a, wasn't the, <laughs> putting a subway down there or something? Like, wasn't the big dig like in Boston? Yeah, the boring company before the boring. Uh, company? I guess a, any highway submerged subterraneanly. Time you take a road and put a, it yeah. underground. Yes, that's, that's the, the innovation. Yeah. That's the innovation. Um, he's a Munger had this to say about the carbon energy transition. Oh, okay. I've been waiting for some this questions quote, about yeah. carbon. So yeah. we got ESG ish here. Munger said there have been some false claims about climate change. The, okay. Well, such as didn't elaborate, just said there have the, been some false the claims. Earth is round. Yeah. Um, but the energy transition makes sense. And here's some of the mm-hmm. reasoning. Even if we weren't worried about global warming, it would make sense to shift to renewables to conserve our hydrocarbons. Hey, Munger like agree with me. Listen, yeah, this is what I that. say. I say, why not? Just build some shit and sell it. Who cares? I, I, and I like that the idea is to just conserve the hydrocarbons. Well, why use them all? We can conserve them. But that wasn't that the OG of ESG was conservation. Wasn't that the original environmental movement? Oh, the crowd is really into Charlie they're, today. They're really into Charlie. Into this, yeah. <laughs> listen to that. And wait, the, save your applause because there's certain. He said, "quote There's certain things hydrocarbons can do that nothing else can do, uh-huh. and there's only so much of them there. Why be cautious in conserving them? As in, yeah." We should be cautious and conserving. I don't know what he's talking about. Got there, very no. confusing right there. Um, he is ninety-nine after all. I know he is. And uh, and he's not nearly as folksy as Warren, so no. he gets a little confused. If anything, he's, um, a- he's angry. Uh, uh, two more here, just mm-hmm. quotes from the thing. On bank executives, Ooh, yes, 
Um, Warren did say, quote, if you run a bank and screw it up and you're still a rich guy and the world goes on, that's not a good lesson to teach people. That's uh, I agree with Warren there. Yeah, except the fact is Claw the back. joke's on you because their big one of their biggest investments and most profitable ones is Bank of America. No, I don't believe with that. With Brian Moynihan, yep. who made a tremendous amount of money coming out of the financial crisis. So congrats. I'm going to overlook that. that fact. The, the world went on, apparently. And then um, finally, on s the social media meme bank runs, okay. which is the bank runs. Yes. Let's be clear. There's not a bank like structural problem. Mm -hmm. There's just social media. There's a, this is how there's a world <laughs> structural problem. Yeah, there's everybody else yeah. structural problem, which Buffett sums up nicely by saying, quote, that's the world we live in. Oh, it means that a lighted match can turn into a conflagration oh. or be blown. Oh, out. I don't, I don't see. Wow. This, this is stuff I don't want to hear. Wow. I that is deep. But he's not wrong, know, though. Deep. That's the thing. I don't know. <laughs> Not wrong. I just feel like I've been enlightened. It's the source of all my anxiety. Yeah. Let's do a little board saber metrics. Finally. Here's a little board saber yeah. metrics on Berkshire. Are you ready? Board saber metrics being our flagship product here at FreeFlow LLC. Yeah, go if ahead. If you don't know what board saber metrics is, you are on the outside looking in at what everybody else is into. Window in shopping. Now. You're your window shopping in ESG 2.0 land. Yeah. Um, so what we do is we create the basis of what we do is we create something called influence for every single director on every single board across the entire world mm -hmm. over the last five years. We Good. have a number percentage. You think of 10 people get in a room, they, they're yelling at each other about yeah. what they should do. Mm -hmm. We say the percentage of the pie of decision making that they own. Am I going to listen to you? Let's right. say you and I are in a room. Who's got the most influence? Depends on who has the who has the biggest Dairy Queen cone. That's where that's where I'm. That's looking. definitely you. That's so where you I'm have looking. eighty percent of the influence between the two of us. I would say. Okay. Well, Buffett himself by Here himself. Go. Here we go. Speaking of Dairy 66 Queen, sixty-six percent of the influence of the Berkshire Hathaway board. Of course. And this is if you if not including you actually, not including his two kids, right? That's him alone. The paragon of corporate governance has included Munger, Agit, Abel. Buffett's daughter and his son mm -hmm. on the same board. Collectively, Buffett and the Buffett acolytes command 83% of the influence. That makes it amongst the highest in the world. It's like a, it's like an Adani board. I mean, the, the good news here is I saw a report that the, the Berkshire board, all the board members not named Warren Buffett, are some of the world's best Candy Crush players. Did you know that? <laughs> That's the, they really that's excel the at news? Candy Crush. It's good news. <laughs> really? Um, here's why. Yeah. This number, if you don't really, if you want to put it in context, if you want to know why people are freaking about, have been freaking I about whose know. successor is. Yeah. For years, it's because when your influence is that high, if Buffett were to say die. Okay, well, I would I assume eventually, it, I assume, someday. Yeah, I'm assuming. Right? The power vacuum would just be massive. Wow. Imagine that sound. Yeah, it would be a, it would be like the whooshing sound of yeah. the alien getting sucked out in alien. Yes. Into absolutely. The, into the atmosphere. It's frightening. 
How does Buffett get his influence? He gets it um, basically in a couple of ways. There's something that we measure influence as resume, mm -hmm. as um, role on your board, uh, mm -hmm. structure, and uh, connectivity. How according many to our methodologies. According, according to our, to our methodologies. methodology. Yep. This is all backstopped by like over 50 academic studies, all different studies. And if you want any of this, reach out to us. We, he gets the majority of his influence from structural influence. Uh -huh. He basically is the founder. He's basically the founder. He's not yeah. technically the founder, but he's basically the founder. He's got large shareholdings. It's a dual class structure. He owns over 30% of the vote. And he's basically turned it into a semi-family firm with yep. family owning uh, bits of the vote and consolidation of power amongst them and insiders all on the board. That's how Warren gets all of his power on the Berkshire board. Yeah, Warren is really the, he's the grandfather of founder fetish, no? He's the, he, he's like Mark Zuckerberg's godfather. That's exactly right. He's right. the OG founder fetish. Yeah, yeah. And, and the reason why we don't do a, a huge amount of hand-wringing with the tech founders is because they're all like teenagers and, and they're yeah, not they're gonna die for a long time. So we don't have to worry about that giant sucking sound of a power vacuum when they die. That's but, correct. But, it, but at Berkshire Hathaway, actually, we do have to worry about that. The only thing we have to worry about with the youngins, not the oldens, is that the youngins go to jail. Yeah, and they also and they also kind of ruin the world. Oh, there's that piece. too. Yeah. There's that. <laughs> there's that side benefit. Yeah. So here's what I'll end you with. I'll end you with a question. Mm -hmm. Let's say Buffett dies. And Munger survives, right? Not according to my prediction, they're going to die within about two weeks of each other. But go ahead. Let's just pretend. Let's pretend. Okay? If you were to do a scenario analysis, who now runs Berkshire? How does Berkshire get run? Do you know the answer to this? This is the cliffhanger for next week. Okay. We're going to we're going to oh. run a scenario analysis, and okay. we're going to tell you. When Buffett dies, if Munger survives, who has the most influence so on the board? We're going to assume that there's no external new director. It's just going to be what? How does the, the these? How does the influence percentage? How does the pie get redistributed? How does, how does it get redistributed the day he's dead? Oh, wow, this see this is the kind of stuff I like. And now we're going to see: is it Munger who's running this company right. until he dies? Is well, the, it the Buffett does it kids go right to able, or does, is it right. a family firm? Is it basically the Buffett kids who keep running it until Munger's dead? How does this happen? That is what we've got. I love coming. it. Uh, have you ever heard a better cliffhanger? No, in a podcast? I. And I and I, I mean, unfortunately, I co-host the show, and I'm probably the only person who is excited by this, but. <laughs> That I actually am. I actually am excited by this. And nobody. That's all we got. That's Damon Rollis. I'm Matt Muscardi. We are Free Float. If you want to know the answer sooner to that cliffhanger, just call us. We'll run it. We'll give you the data. We'll show you what it's like. You can see what influence looks like. And otherwise, tomorrow's corporate theater and then Wednesday's Woke Wednesday. And we'll see you then. Goodbye. Goodbye.